Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week magazine and whattowatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 20th of May 2022, including Amy Schumer's poignant Disney Plus comedy Life and Beth, and Now TV's magical romance, The Time Traveller's Wife. And we'll also be looking at BBC iPlayer romance conversations with friends from the writer of Normal People and Amazon Prime dating show Love Struck High. But first, Ian, what is in the news? David E. Kelly, who of course we spoke about last week, his new Netflix drama, A Man in Full, which is based on the novel by Tom Wolfe, will star Jeff Daniels, the brilliant Jeff Daniels, as a ruthless titan of the real estate industry. What else is in the news, Hannah? Well, Christopher Eccleston has joined the cast of Disney Plus's Young Woman and the Sea, um, which stars Daisy Ridley as Olympic champion Gertrude Edel, I think I've pronounced that correctly, who became the first woman to swim the English Channel in 19. 19- 26, Stephen Graham and Tilda Cobham-Harvey will also appear. Well, I would say romance is very much the theme of this week's podcast, and uh, we've got some great stuff to talk about. We're starting on Now TV and Sky Atlantic with a new series called The Time Traveller's Wife, and here's a clip. Can I help you? Henry. Sorry, I, I don't know. Claire. So we've met them. Yes. We just happened to each other in the wrong order. So this is based on a best-selling novel by Audrey Neffenegger. I hope I've pronounced that correctly. I've not read it, Hannah. I don't know if you have. It's a romance, a sort of time-travelling romance, as the title suggests. It tells the story of Claire, played by Rose Leslie, and Henry, played by Theo James, who was in Sanditon. Henry has this genetic disorder. It's a rather unusual one. It means he can travel through time. More confusingly, when he does this, he leaves his clothes behind and he arrives in the new time frame naked, A bit like The Terminator, perhaps, or The Incredible Hulk. Anyway, in episode one, he's he's working in a library and this woman, Claire, this red-headed woman, comes up to him and and seems to know him, but he doesn't know her. It's, It's one of those ones, it's a real kind of brain teaser. He keeps moving backwards and forwards in time during her life and meeting her at different stages of her life, but he's different ages when they meet, And he can't remember anything about what's happened anyway. So when they meet, she says, look, I know you don't think you know me, but we're actually going to end up getting married. So when I read about the premise uh, and I saw the trailer and he kept kind of suddenly crashing into scenes with no clothes on, I thought, this is just ridiculous. How is this going to work? But it's really good. And it's adapted by, and this kind of makes sense, Doctor Who and Sherlock showrunner Stephen Moffat, who is an absolute dab hand at dealing with this kind of mind-bending 
premise so slightly reminded me as well of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind with Kate Winslet and Jim Carrey. Anyway, uh, yeah, I was very pleasantly surprised and just getting your brain around what's going on here is is quite a challenge, but it's absolutely intriguing and I, and I love both the leads. They're great. And they have to play themselves at different ages as well in this, um, which is which is quite an acting challenge. And of course, you know, as soon as their romance looks like it's sort of on track, he suddenly vanishes, leaving some shoes and some clothes <laughs> in a pile on the floor. So I don't know if you've read the book, Hannah, but did you enjoy the adaptation? I haven't read the book, but I kind of, sometimes I'm not sure whether it's a good thing to do that or not, because either or can ruin it, can't it? Um, you know how I feel about paranormal things. Um, I, I've never really made a secret of that, but do you know what? This is this is good, isn't it? it it's it's um, like you say, it's kind of it sort of it teases the mind. Um, you don't really know. You can never really guess. I don't think you can second guess what's going to happen in this. And you say when the kind of the pile of clothes that's just left behind when he disappears into thin air, you know, it's it's just really, really very, very random. But I think um, the guy that plays um, Henry de Tamble, Theo James. I think actually both characters, main characters, are really very good in this and bring the whole thing to life. So I don't think it matters whether you read the book or not. And 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 sometimes I think, as I say, it can ruin it. I, I enjoyed it. Well, more romance is on the cards with a BBC iPlayer you are going to tell us all about, Hannah. It's called Conversations with Friends. Would it depress you to sleep with someone who loves someone else? Not if they loved me too. Thought that maybe I wasn't capable of love. That there was something wrong with me. That isn't true. This is also an adaptation of a novel from Sally Rooney. Um, and, and I don't know if you remember uh, Sally Rooney's novel, Normal People. That was a really big hit during lockdown. So this is another one of her, of her books called... Um, I think it was her first book, actually, Conversation with Friends. And it is actually really, it really is quite captivating. It's an unusual, well, you say love is the theme this week, but it's it's quite an unusual take on things. And I suppose it, it's just incredibly modern. And it's sort of um, two couples uh, meet and fall in love, I suppose, with the wrong people. But nothing can really ever happen with them, except it almost, for one couple... The heterosexual couple in it it makes their relationship for him stronger yet he's having the affair so it's really quite um it's it's multi it's lots of different layers and you're you're drawn in very very quickly so it's it's got 12 parts it centers around quite a shy young irish student francis um and she's studying at uh, trinity college in dublin um, but she's also performing poetry um, alongside a friend of hers um, and who used to be her lover, Bobby, um, who's played by Sasha Lane. Um, but then cue another person that comes in, a writer, Melissa, and she goes to one of the girls' performances and she quickly hits it off with Bobby. But Melissa is married to a really quite attractive man called Nick, played by Joe Alwyn, and sparks fly between him and Francis. So can you see the kind of little love web, if you like, going on here? Um, and there are, it's very steamy. It kind of, 
I don't know that there seems a real vibe at the moment, doesn't it? When you think of Bridgerton and all of those kind of things, kind of steamy sex scenes, there's a lot of that going on. You're drawn in very, very quickly, but it's not just a case of, oh, he's having an affair. She's having a relationship with that person she shouldn't be having a relationship with. It, it's, it's much more, it's, it's multifaceted. There's lots of layers. And I think it's, I think it's really quite interesting. And I think that it's quite a brave move to do something quite so quickly after the first one, which is such a hit. I, do you know what? I think this won't be equally successful. Did you like it, Ian? It's a very interesting setup, isn't it? Because you've got this married couple, as you said, heterosexual man, bisexual woman, and then you've got the two female friends, one of whom is bisexual and one of whom is gay. So, yeah, there's an interesting dynamic there. I loved Normal People, and what was great about it was its depiction of how, you know, most young people aren't really confident and outgoing they're often very insecure and and shy and and don't know how to behave or what to say and especially in terms of developing romantic relationships and this young student Francis played by Alison Oliver is exactly like that and I think this is a super performance from her she's terrific I know that the husband Nick is supposed to be quite sort of brooding and smouldering I didn't really get that but I guess I'm not necessarily supposed to. Yeah, it's an interesting setup because you can see the wife is quite flirty with the, the the friend, Bobby. And then when they all go for dinner together, you can see that the husband and Francis have a bit of a spark. And then she goes to see him in a play. And it's like, will they, won't they get together? So, yeah, I agree with you. I, I think it's really nicely done. It's almost got a sort of European film vibe to it. And as you say, if you like normal people... I'm pretty sure you're going to love this. Next up, we have a new comedy from the brilliant Amy Schumer. It arrives on Star on Disney Plus on Wednesday, the 18th of May. Ten episodes. And here's a clip. Uh, Just a few questions. I can just save you some time. I've had over 30,000 drinks. I don't really chew my food. And I'm like barreling toward 40. I just meant, like, any pre-existing conditions. I'm a woman. I'm a big fan of Amy Schumer, who, of course, has a background in stand-up comedy, and she's drawing on her own life, as she often does, in this new series, which, well, she's co-written it, she's directed it, she's produced it, and she stars in it. <laughs> so, And she is a great talent, I must say. She still looks so young, doesn't she? But she's actually 40 now, which, which is surprising. The setup is... So it looks as though she's got this idyllic life in New York. She works for a wine distributor. She's called Beth, as the title suggests. She's got this very handsome boyfriend, Matt. But she's not quite sure if, if, if she's happy. She sort of asks people do you think I've got a good life? Do you think I'm happy? So things don't seem quite right with the boyfriend. She's, she's a bit of a Bridget Jonesy type character in a way in that kind of things she keeps sort of getting into embarrassing situations at work. For instance, they have a big karaoke event with clients in episode one. It's got a real tragi-comic flavour to it because, as I say, at this karaoke event, she receives some shocking news, which I won't reveal because it's a spoiler, and within seconds has to get up on stage and perform a song. And you think, oh, this is going to be hilarious. But it's actually, it's really uncomfortable and, and quite painful. It's going to unfold with her moving back to where she grew up and re-evaluating her life. And she will be getting to know everybody's favourite nerd. Michael Cheera plays a quirky 
local farmer and we'll also see some flashbacks to her teenage years which sheds light on her her relationship with her parents and her sister and and there's some great stuff with the mum in episode one where they go shopping and it's a it's a really complex relationship it's really well portrayed with 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 a sort of comic edge and and she's just she's a great performer anyway she's a great comic talent but she shows she can do straight acting as well and she writes terrific dialogue so yeah i i, I thought this was great and i really admire her um i love this series what did you think hannah yeah i mean i'm i'm a fan of amy schumer i i think um you're right lots of young people aren't confident and i think this kind of hones in on that i think a lot of people it's very relatable is what i'm trying to say um and the fact that she kind of it, something quite big happens in her life which kind of forces her to reevaluate and look at i suppose what's making her unhappy and what's making her happy and so many people go through that so i do think it's relatable to a lot of people and she's she's funny so it kind of is you know you talk about sort of things draining you you don't feel drained by this you know it's also very warm because you you she's laughing through it so you see the really the personal kind of very real side of everything so yeah thumbs up from me okay well the love fest is set to continue last <laughs> week we had love in the jungle well now we've got love in high school in a new amazon prime video dating series Love Struck High. Welcome to Love Struck High. Welcome to the Rainbow. The high school, just like in the movies. There's jocks. Just here trying to catch a vibe. Queen bees. Hello, darling. The nerds. I just love people, like. <laughs> and guess what? They're all single. This is going to be juicy. The queen has arrived. Yes, we do. I mean, this makes love in the jungle look positively professional, I'd say. <laughs> Um, I don't really know where to start with this. I I kind of I was I was watching it and I I thought it wasn't real, but of course it is. It's it's another reality show, and and I think we talked about this last week about how is it possible to create something different now when we've had so much. And actually, to be fair, to Love and Jungle, it was a bit different. Um, it was very random, but you know, it was different. This is um, Love Struck High, so you imagine it to be just a sort of made-up school and what have you. Well, this is this is real characters. I mean, I imagine it's quite, well, it, it will be heavily edited, and I, I, there's part of me that thinks it's incredibly scripted, of course. Um, but essentially, it's kind of like a, it's a bit like a dating show. Um, and it's a high school classroom. Um, I think it's um, Lindsay Lohan who narrates it. Um, so, you know, they pulled, pulled in a big name for it. Um, and uh, it, this series follows um, the students as they attend their classes and they hang out in all the different areas, cafe, you know, pursue their crushes. Um, but the couple um, who are crowned prom royalty at the end, I suppose, the ones that have made, uh, that have got together and making go of it and who people like, they will win a hundred thousand dollars so there is a cash prize at the end of this um there's some real real characters in here um which are, frankly are quite irritating at times but keep the whole thing alive uh, <laughs> there's some I, I suppose every stereotype you can imagine is is kind of um it's very inflammatory so you know just ev everything you can imagine happens and I, I think it's it's relatively predictable um, without sounding too negative. What did you think, Ian? I kind of liked it, I must admit, because 
certainly my generation were brought up watching all these shows about American high schools and kind of wishing that you know we we our school was like that you know um with the the jocks and the nerds and you know the lockers in the in the corridor and so I, I do like and prom of course which which we do have now but we we never used to have that back in my day we had the school disco um so yeah i like i like the idea as you say there's some hilarious characters that there's a range of sexuality which is great to see uh, there's quite a camp guy who is very bitchy who who makes a very dramatic entrance <laughs> he's quite funny so yeah i i I was pleasantly surprised. I think it's a good idea. I mean, I don't know if I'd stick with it necessarily, and it's obviously not necessarily aimed at my age group. But yeah, I thought it was an interesting new take on a dating show, and I, I actually think it's better than Love in the Jungle, though. It's a close-run thing. Now, I've got to that time, Hannah, when you reveal what you've been binge-watching over the last seven days. So what what have you been watching? Well, I'm not a huge fan of Meet the Richardsons, um, but I kind of feel like I should be. So I went back <laughs> and I watched it and I've been binging on it. Yeah, I, I don't know, John Richardson, Lucy Beaumont. It just feels a bit scripted at times, but yeah, I've been watching that. How about you? No great change. I've been ploughing through uh, Below Deck Mediterranean, which I just cannot stop watching on Netflix. And uh, we've also been getting through the final series of the wonderful Better Call Saul. So no change there. Uh, we've just got time to look ahead to, oh, it's exciting what's coming up next week. What are we going to be talking about, Hannah? I'm very excited about this. Apple TV has got a new David Attenborough. Yeah, the David Attenborough series, uh, Prehistoric Planet, which brings the land of dinosaurs vividly to life. That's going to be a massive hit in my house. But you should be more excited, Hannah, about the fact that <laughs> the brilliant Stranger Things is finally back on Netflix and the gang will face a terrifying new threat played by horror legend Robert England. So we look forward to those and more. But in the meantime... Washington. 